Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I'll be talking about cowardice. Cowardice in few words means fear or lack of courage. Everyone has the understanding that a coward is a person who isn't brave or one who lacks the courage to do things others feel is less difficult to do. But I also want you to know that a coward is also a person who has all the courage in the world but is unable to take accountability for his actions. A person who blames and accuses others for his misdeeds is a coward. They never want to take charge of their misfortunes because they they forget that every choice or action in life is connected to a definite consequence. Also, we have cowards who say what they can't do. I love the set of cowards because they are easily come by. They perform all the actions with their mouths or spoken words. I call them the brave cowards. Now, let me tell you something interesting about cowardice. It is that no one, absolutely no one admits that he or she is a coward. I wouldn't say I am a coward or would you? No. We pick offenses easily and are sometimes ready to attack anyone who calls us a coward. True, right? Now, let's see how to easily identify a coward. Firstly, a coward avoids challenges. A challenge is like an obstacle to a coward because he easily opts out and chicken out at every given opportunity. He doesn't want to take risks. Secondly, a coward abandons his responsibility. A responsibility to a coward is a weight to his shoulder and so he abandons them for people I don't believe are even around to do them. Thirdly, they abase their conscience. The conscience is a part of the body that tells us what we are doing is right or wrong. Now, what a coward does is that he consoles his conscience by feeding it with wrong information, telling his conscience that whatever he does is absolutely right, even when it is wrong. Fourthly, a coward acquires new cowardice. Now, when I say new cowardice, I mean acquaintances. The saying that birds of the same feather flock together is very true in this saying. A coward sees someone who is like him and easily attracts them, and so he increases in his sagacity, stupidity, and melancholy. Fifthly, a coward abides in crooked character. When I say a coward abides in crooked character, it means they negate all the statements of positivity. There are three statements of positivity they are, I can. I will and I must. Now a coward negates all of them by saying he can't, he wouldn't, and he mustn't. Now these statements, when they begin to be negated, they attract negativity to the coward's life. And that's how you identify a coward. Sixthly, they attract condemnation from man and God. Definitely, no one would want to associate with a coward except his own fellow coward. And so, he shies away all the benefits of life. And from God, definitely, our Creator has given us a special assignment or task to do. Once you can't do it, he becomes angry with you. And he also wants you to remember that there are 7,000 and billions of people who are willing and ready to take up your responsibility. So, if you can't do it... Your creator will definitely take up that responsibility from you, punish you, and give it to someone else. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I really a coward? Do I act like a coward? 
have I ever been a coward? Am I currently acting like a coward? Is there something I should be doing that I am not doing? Now, search within yourself using this points I have given, and you will definitely find an answer. My name is Inyechiri Chukwamaka. Thanks for listening. Good day and welcome to another session of my podcast. My name is Inyechiri Chukwamaka, and today I'll be treating something interesting and I feel everyone should have an idea about, which is relationships. Nowadays, a lot of people, when asked about their relationship status with other people, the first thing that comes to their mind is marriage or intimacy, and that is a wrong idea. It is very important and crucial to know your stand in every relationship. Now, a relationship is a connection, association, or involvement with people, which could be positive or negative. To be in a relationship doesn't always mean there is a physical intimacy or emotional attachment involved. The basic types of relationships we have are family relationships, friendships, acquaintances, romantic, sexual, work or situational relationships. These relationships can be grouped into several bases, but I'll be talking about the major two, which are platonic and romantic relationships. Platonic relationships are those that involve closeness and friendship without sex. You might form a platonic relationship with a classmate, co-worker, boss, employee, or people you feel close to. It is characterized by closeness, fondness, understanding, respect, care, support, honesty, and acceptance. Researchers suggest platonic relationships or friendships to be able to reduce risks of diseases, anxiety, depression, and boost immunity. Sometimes, platonic relationships can change into sexual relationships or romantic relationships over time. Romantic relationships, on the other hand, are those characterized with feelings of love and attraction for another person. These feelings could be infatuations, that is, love at first sight. It could be intimacy, that is, feeling of wanting to be in a sexual relationship with someone, and commitment. Intimacy might lessen over time, but grow into love and deep commitment. This is because at the initial stage of infatuation, the brain releases some hormones like oxytocin and serotonin that causes one to feel happy and fall in love at the beginning. From this relationship, people could become toxic or codependent lovers. Now, when I say toxic lovers, it means relationships that are parasitic. It is only one-sided and mostly causes pain and harm to the other person involved. And it could be codependent, meaning that the two people actually feel deep love for all each other. It is balanced and committed. It grows out to form something called true love, where people don't really have to be intimated before they understand each other. Sometimes it could become spiritual in which people feel each other from far away. Now, I won't go deep into toxic or codependent relationship. I'll be saying that in my next podcast. I wish you learned more. But I want everyone to understand that. I want you to understand that relationships are majorly built on two strong bases, which are honor and respect. 
in every relationship you should learn to honor and respect your partner it could be at work if you don't honor or respect your bosses it becomes a problem in friendships if you don't honor and respect your spouse or friends it becomes a problem in marriages without honor and respect it becomes a problem it's cool if you don't respect and honor your teachers that is a bigger problem so every relationship ensures or endures you to have honor and respect every other characteristics can later fall ahead but these two are crucial so in my next podcast i'll be talking more about toxic and codependent relationships thanks for listening one love